This is Sing Talk Radio. And um, we've sort of moved locations and we've moved our agenda. Uh, uh, clearly, you guys can see that we're live. So not only will, be, will we be posting these on our site, but we will be going live with all of these. And we've got upcoming chats with uh, Natasha Bedingfield and Dan Wilson and a bunch of other people. In the meantime, two of my favorite guys on the planet... You guys, welcome In and Chad from A Great Big World. Hi. 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 Just clap for yourself. So, um, you know, with this uh, podcast we do, our, you know, the agenda, my agenda is to reach out to, a, there's a lot of young singers out there. And of course, my life is all about helping and educating and guiding people and giving them as much information as possible. This podcast is... Um, really meant to have people like you who have gone through this process multiple times now at this point, but um, all of your experiences, both, both, both as a vocal development process, uh, what's gone on for you guys in the industry, the songwriting, and the whole thing, I'd like to sort of like have you guys share as much as you're willing to share with us. Yeah. Cool. So Happy we're here to do that. Yeah, yeah. thanks. So, let's start with the fact that In used to be managed by Chad. I think that's kind of a fascinating story. Yeah. Um, well, when I met Chad, we met at NYU um, a long, long time ago. And I, so I wasn't, I think it's important to say that I wasn't singing at all. Like, I, I was so afraid of my voice. And I didn't even want to hear my voice. And... I was embarrassed for myself. Like if I was by myself, I wouldn't even sing. And um, and I was running music, and I and I had melodies in my head, and I I had just I was just bold enough to hum the melodies to myself in a room. And um, when I met Chad, and I and I hummed these melodies to him, he's like, "You're a singer. Why aren't you singing? Like, you should be singing these songs. You're you're a star, kid. I'm gonna manage you." <laughs> So, but, but were you singing at the time? Yeah. Like, you I, were already playing and singing. Yeah, I was, I had a little band um, of my own, but, but I had, like, Called dreams. Called Little Tiny World? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I had these, like, aspirations to be, like, a big CEO of some sort of label or a big management, ex- uh, I don't know, big wig. Anyway, and. Yeah, and he had, like, a, what kind of, what are those oh, was a beret, yeah. He wore a beret and, like, yes. wore, like, a blazer. Yeah, a and blazer had, like, a way too big for me with, with, like, uh, he was headed pads. down the management path. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You were like a woman from the eighties. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then did you have shoulder pads? Yes. Yeah, oh. there was shoulder pads full on. Uh, but but really? when I <laughs> <laughs> for this story, yes. yes, for this, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but when I met Ian, and Ian played me these songs, um, first of all, the 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 piano playing blew my mind. But then he was humming these melodies that blew my mind too and, and it was something that I felt like I had never seen before and I was like what who is this kid what why why are you just humming these why are you not singing these songs and then at I at the same time you're he was playing me songs first of all let me say that I had to force this thing this meeting to happen because I, I transferred into the school and I didn't have any friends and he was already there and I knew he did music and I, I like kept asking him like why can't we do this why can't we hang out why can't we do this and he's like I can't tonight I'm practicing trumpet so I booked a <laughs> 
So I booked a practice room there. Wait, it was I just want to wrap up the social life you both have. He can't because he's playing trumpet, and you went playing music and had no friends. Anyway, go ahead from there. So, <laughs> it was at the Kimmel Center, right, at NYU. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. I, so you had to book a practice room here, so I booked one because I knew he was going to be there. And I'm like, I'm just going to find him. And I, I went down all the hallways and the little windows, like, looking until I found heard his trumpet playing. And I and I knocked on the door. <laughs> I was like, oh, so fancy seeing you. Oh, I was so fancy seeing you. Um, yeah. So, uh, but his music, he played me ideas, and um, I never heard. I, there was just a connection. It was just like, oh my god, like we were supposed to be making music together. So let's let's do this. And he's like, you're a singer, you're a singer. And I I left. And I was walking around with a smile on my face because no one ever said that to me before, and it was so such a radical idea of me singing. Um, and that was that was the beginning of like my like big spiritual awakening that I had. And um, and feel like I completely and changed. And to like prove that he was a singer, I bought him a voice lesson that same week, and I was like, "You gotta go! You gotta go to this voice lesson. I want I want you to know that like this is in you. This is part of you. This is like I hear it. I know it's there. Anyway, yeah. And I mean, you guys had just met, and you totally believed in each other. Yeah. So much. That yeah. You, it felt like I had known him forever. Like it was one of those, wow. one of those. Sometimes the universe just tells you, yeah, this is the person. That you have some sort of multi-life, yeah, level interdimensional mm -hmm. relationship with. Totally. And uh, let's Found do this. Found each other again. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And how old so were you guys then? Like twenty. Okay. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah, and then and then I I started managing him. I. Uh, oh, well, that makes total sense. The trumpet player. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. I'm the blazer. <laughs> well, he took he, and he kind of took a back seat on his singing. Yeah. So the oh, yeah. yeah. And. And then we did that for a while, and then you know I we started with open mics in the city. Well, we started we recorded a demo um, of a song called Afterglow, and I remember when we recorded that demo, it was the first time my voice was on a recording, and my parents had still never heard me sing, and it was like so important that I had this, and I was like, oh my god, I get dark. I was like, oh my god, I could die tomorrow, and here's my voice on a on a CD-ROM. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you were twenty. <laughs> I just dated yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, did you like it though? Did you like the sound of your voice when you heard it back, or what? Or did it? I liked. I liked what. There was something that my voice could do, that I didn't. I, w I didn't really have control over it yet. But there was something there that I recognized that oh hey, there's something I need to uh, hone Let's in see. on here. Yeah. Um, but I would you know. I remember the first open mic that my dad came to, or my first gig that my dad came to. But we did open mics, and then we did... Which one? It was at um, Gucci's. Is that what it was no, called? the Gucci's? first one we did was Sidewalk Yeah, Cafe. but Gucci's is what my dad came to for the first time. That wasn't an open mic, though. That was a, that was a gig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but crazy, yeah. So we started yeah. with open mics. Okay. So you played piano, though, right? You mean you're just a piano player sitting around composing songs? That's your That was your first instrument? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be depressed about that. No, I'm just, uh, no this is, this, that's my face. This, oh, this, this is my resting depressed face. That Got it. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I played piano. I was I was in these other bands. I was in this band that uh, I was in this band that I didn't sing in. I remember we got reviewed by uh, the NYU Village Paper or whatever, and they said they they told me that they said that Ian Axel played piano with. 
as much schmaltz to be uh, in a wedding band or something. I just oh. always remember that. And there's nothing bad about being in a wedding band either. So what is this guy's right, you're like, so, you're saying <laughs> yeah. so he's an ass on a couple levels. Yeah. Uh, dissing you and dissing <laughs> wedding bands. Well, okay, so you, you guys end up, I mean, it's just kind of the, probably one of the most interesting stories ever. Like, you're a musician, you're a musician, you decide to manage him, you're doing shows. And we're writing together, so we're writing, writing all the together. songs for Ian. So I'm managing him, but I'm also writing with him. It's called a conflict of interest, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we got, um, so we wrote, we wrote this song. So we, we started writing this, I started writing this melody, and then um, you were in the kitchen, and I was in, uh, you were yeah. in Astoria. Yeah. And I was in the bedroom playing the song and the melody. And then you came running in. You're like, what about, I, I forgot. You're like, y yeah, you were like, duh, 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 blah, blah, blah. but you wanted yeah. to sing on it. You, there was something about yeah, it. Yeah, but it was after we wrote the lyrics that I wanted to sing on it. Um, I'm just trying to remember how that happened. So it was a, it was a song called This is the New Year. Um, it, was it ended up being kind of a duet, or were you doing backgrounds and at, he was leading it? At, it sort of, it just became a duet because the one of the lyrics was say everything you've always wanted, be not afraid of who you really are. And I had, I think I had just come out. Did I come out that day? Yeah, to me. Yeah, to Ian. And um, and so it really resonated with me, and I was like, I want to sing this. And I hadn't been singing for for years, um, but it felt like I don't know. It felt like I song. needed to. Yeah. yeah. So he guessed on it. it was Ian Axel featuring Chad. Vaccarino. Yeah. And. Is that your real last name? Original name, yeah. yeah. Vaccarino. Hey. And, uh, you know, people started gravitating towards that at shows. That was a song that people wanted to, that we were excited most to hear. And then we just started writing more for both of our voices. I got signed to an, to an indie label that had distribution through Sony as Ian Axel. And during this time, we're writing more and more for both of our voices. And Chad is managing me. But he's not signed as an artist, but I am. So that's when the conflict oh, really yeah, started yeah. presenting itself. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. What, what is amazing is that you guys survived it. Uh, oh, we my survived God. A, yeah, we, the, we we're, survived we're surviving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, it, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of tension on us. Um, you know, and then um, the kind of universe was like, one day the label f folded, and we got all the rights back to... Hold on, hold on. I think we should back up. Yeah. Because there was one day uh, where this tension um, that both of us were, f we were feeling uh, me managing Ian and writing and Ian being signed and not me. And then like, like Ian was the artist and not me. Th that tension w kept growing. And there was one day where Ian said to me, Chad, I don't, I don't think you should manage me anymore. And I and I and tears started welling in my eyes, and I was like, I don't think I should manage you either. And then like we cried, and we had this amazing like, yeah, this is amazing. And then we yeah, it's still a great moment. Mean we could work together, yeah. or it just were we thinking that at the time? I mean, I mean, know. I was thinking it, I was feeling it, and so was he, I guess. He got blocked us out. Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I and remember then you wrote all of your rights over to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That? But there was still, I mean, it's like, so you went on tour because you tour managed. Because oh we're like, yeah. okay, oh Chad's yeah. going to come out on the road now. He's not yeah. signed, but he's going to come out on the road because he's singing these songs. And we don't, I don't want to do this alone. And we want, we're, we're doing this together. 
And he, he tour managed, and we drove around, and we toured like that. And then when the label folded, it was like the biggest blessing in disguise. I mean, not only did we get the rights back, which never happens, um, we were like, well, let's do this. We want to be on even playing field here. We want to we be in this together for real for the first time. And that's when we started A Great Big World on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Amazing. So yeah. where'd the name come from? That's, that's something I've never, I don't uh, think I've ever even seen. It's, it's very written. hard to come up with a band name. <laughs> but we, we, um, there was a lyric in a song called Cheer Up. And the lyric was, it's a great big world and there's no need to cry. But um, it was, it was, is that your song? You, uh, yeah, we just wanted a positive name. You mm-hmm. know, I'll, I'll, our music is very positive and it, and it it's sort of a, a big umbrella. Sorry. Your music is positive. Yeah. Except Have you except read for, uh, Say Something? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a sad song. Uh, I guess so. As, as sad as Say Something is, it's, it's, there's a hopeful yeah, quality sure. to it. Yes, it's a very hopeful song. <laughs> for the person that's leaving. That person that's well, it's like, well, okay, let me rephrase it. So a lot of our music uh, is, you know, we, it's a, a lot of what drives us is reconnecting with the inner child. Um, not like Say Something reconnects with the inner child, but in the way Say Something was almost this is dark now like almost like that that inner like losing that inner child and trying to get it back because of because of heartbreak and um so so yeah so we wanted to name that kind of was emotional when we heard it and we picked the great big world and it's a very very long name people get it wrong all the time all the time Oh, yeah. A, I mean, a brave new world is, uh, is the biggest a one. A big, big world, a big, bad world, a great, yeah. a big, great. A big, uh, great two world. Two badass uh, bitches in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That probably we've gotten. Um, a big little world. Yeah, a little big world. Yeah. A small world after all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Copyright, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's circle around a little bit about vocal development for you guys. I mean, going from... You, you were having lessons or your training to going to you start training um, and then all of a sudden you guys are playing I'm jumping forward a little bit but all of a sudden you're in front of large audiences like I would love to know the behind the scenes feeling that you guys have gone through through the process of you not even believing you can sing to and both of you fall in this category for me two of the most unique voices like when you guys open your mouth to sing, nobody confuses you guys right, with somebody yeah, else. Right mm. Very, very instant. There, there. Um, to tag on that the, with that, on this is the new year. Once we wrote that and we started singing together, there was a there was a quality that we recognized when we were singing together that really moved us. Really, it felt like there was a third singer in the room <coughs> when we would sing together. Like us singing together elevated both of us, and uh, our voices are so different. I think that's you know probably why it, it does work, um, but I don't know. I t- it took me years and years to believe that I was a singer, and in, even so, like I still, you know, I, I still don't feel secure singing unless I'm behind an instrument. Like if I'm singing with that instrument, I feel very vulnerable and exposed. But I think, I think it's just where I've come to recently is just realizing that we each have something unique to deliver. That no one else can can deliver can offer to the world and um, it's leaning into that. Yeah, leaning into that. So all really, all the things that I'm insecure about are the things 
that are unique about my voice. So, and that's what's going to connect with people. It's if I, you know, and I have to remind myself of that all the time. Like it's re it's easy to say that, but it's really hard to live that. And um, before each show, I get incredibly nervous. And um, still, yeah, mm, really, yes. And I go like, I usually am like, why the hell am I doing this? I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm a, people are gonna find out I'm fake. Uh, you shouldn't be doing. They're not. They're gonna. They're and not. Like, they don't even wanna. Yeah. Start, yeah. <laughs> like I, I go through all these things. Like oh my god. Like 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 what if I don't? What if I can't give them what they want? And what? Like I'm. And just how do you how, how do you come to some sort of place of grounding before you go out? Or you don't. I don't. Or or just you get to the piano and you start playing yes. and all of a sudden it happens. That's when it happens. Okay. Does I, it happen during? Like do you ever get nervous during it? Like any. Uh, actually, kind of rarely. I mean, like once it started. Once it starts, I'm mostly good. Um, even if even if the audience is not connecting, I'm usually all right. Yeah. Like you're like you're confident. Yeah. Like, and I just dig in more. But like, it's really beforehand. I'm just like, and then once I'm at the piano, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm do. I I know how to do this. I'm just, yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna do it, and I'm with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. no, so no matter what happens, I mean, no matter what happens, you know, um, but yeah, it's. it's but it's usually when I once I feel the connection and it's mm -hmm. like, oh. Do you dread a show coming up, or do you, or is it just that like uh, getting on stage and then all of a sudden you're like the nerves kick in? I think it's in tour. I don't dread. I don't dread. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to couples therapy. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, for for me on tour, actually the nerves decrease daily. Like as we're on tour, like. Nerves just show. go away. Just first show is always a little yeah, bit. Maybe the first show, it's like super nervous. Uh, but like we just did a, a, a showcase recently at a um, at a place, and and like and it's been a few months since we played, and I would say the the twenty minutes leading up to that performance, I was so nervous. Um, and I, I have a weird thing where like when I get nervous or stressed out, my vision goes blurry. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. And um, and so like so like, I can't I can barely see like I can't make out specific really? things about you. Yeah. And so and then that sort of like spirals in my head, and then I'm like, oh god, what's happening to me? Anyway, and then you get on stage though, and I sort of <laughs> like sounds like a nightmare. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm sort of. Um, but it's sort of like what Ian was saying. It's like once you you get on stage, it's like oh. I know what I'm doing. I know how to do this. I've done this before. Your body kicks in. Yeah. And the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And the vision comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Oh, look at the people in the front row. Is, is that yeah. an MS thing? Yeah. Okay. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll come back. I, I want to circle around that in a minute. Uh, sure. I don't want to go d dive into it too deeply yet, but I do want to. Um, what about you? Because the same question for you. I mean, as far as like your vocal development, the stuff that you've gone through, how you feel about your voice. So maybe even less about how you feel about stage fright, but your voice yeah I mean. I mean it's for me it's been a it's still a journey like for me it feels like I'm I'm just now uh, feeling like I, I have a grasp on who I am and what I want to sing about and where I how I want to feel when I sing and um, and for, for a very long time it was like technically how do I sing this but but as soon as it's it now it's been switching to emotionally how do I want to sing this and yeah, how do totally I want to feel when I sing this, and that is is the biggest change and a, an amazing change. Um, do you so feel like the do you feel like w as a more or let's say not just a word, 
the less experienced as a singer, the more you've thought about technique. And then say, the more say that one more time. So the less experience you had as a singer, mm-hmm. you thought about technique more. And the more experienced as a singer you are, the less technique you think about and the more... I don't know. I'm put, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just, no, I'm just really curious. To, yeah, yeah, I'm, sure. doing I, I'm still yeah, I'm still doing the math. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So so basically, like like um, I sort of got caught up in the the technical aspect of things, and like, I you know I would sing sing in a way that it would feel emotionless, and then uh, as soon as I recognize that, it's sort of like, okay, I have this technique now. Now let me let me. Let me s- let my soul sing yeah. and yeah. use that technique instead of like forget about the technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, so the answer is yes. The more experience, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer to that formula yes. is yes. But you're, I feel like of of you know all the artists out there, not all of them, but your music is so much more giving. Like it's it's about like uplifting other people and giving them hope and giving them like it feels very giving to me. Mm. Is that something that you guys yeah do you feel that when you're on stage i mean once you're past the idea of like i hope i my voice holds technically blah 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 you get to the point where you just care about what what am i saying to these guys what am i giving yeah yeah it's all giving we we um we write most times uh for as like therapy for ourselves Mm -hmm. and so um once as we're as we're performing these songs like every performance is a new experience because it's like Okay, this is no longer my own therapy. It's the, it's the audience's therapy. Like, yeah. how are they going to react to it? How are they going to receive this? Um, We're being very vulnerable with right. our songs. It and comes across. There, yeah. There's a song called You'll Be Okay. And every single performance of that one, is, that is always different for me. Because it's like, I'm, I'm not just talking about myself. And sometimes I am. Like, sometimes I have to talk to myself or sing that out and, and be singing to myself. But, but most times it's about whoever's in the front row or wherever I'm looking, you know, and it's so cool. It's so cool. I feel like all your songs are like that. Thanks. They're very much like, uh, you got this. Yeah. Yeah. I can't look at someone's eyes when I sing. What happens? It's too intimate. It's too intense. I don't know. I I, I shut down. Like I lose, I feel like the connection that I have to where, to the thing where the music is coming from is like, it, it's like, Cut and maybe I'm cutting it because it's you too. Put up the wall. Yeah, it's I put up a wall. Much. It's too much. Yeah. Mm. So I, uh, I feel like doing that with you right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I look at people between lines and also when Chad sings. Um, Interesting. Or or then if I'm singing, I'll sing above your head. Because if you sing to somebody, it feels like you're it's maybe too, too much to oh, them. It's it's too. It's just too much both ways. I don't know. It's like it li- it's like I'm a computer that crashes. <laughs> I, to, I, I totally know what you're talking about. The, the, I can totally the see eye that. contact is is hard, is harder because it's like, uh, it, it, then then for me it's like, am I being judged? Am I, what is this? Wh- what is their experience? Then I'm like, right. how are they? How are they receiving? Then I start to spiral. Versus like if I'm like looking a little a little to your side, you know, it's not like directly at you, but it's I to you, it's you know. You. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that's sort of my. That's approach. so interesting. Cause yeah, cause as soon as you start to look at someone, it there you start then that other little voice in your head starts yeah. going. You're like, shh. Yeah. Shh. Interesting. Okay, so let's go back to. Uh, okay, so you hand off management. You guys end up together. 
great big world. You end up with management. Um, how does Christina Aguilera end up in the picture? Hmm. So we had a we so say something was around for a long time before um, Christina came into the picture. So it was we it, we had recorded it. It was the Ian Axel song. Like there was an earlier version. Really? <coughs> mm-hmm. It was pre Great Big World. Pre Great yeah. Big World. Yeah. And then when we were when we were thinking about um, uh, what songs to do for the Great Big World album, say something was one of our most covered songs on YouTube, and it felt like that song didn't have the life that we wanted, and people were connecting to it, and we noticed it. And um, so we decided to re-record it, because my voice had completely changed. I, 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 I really sang it. Compl- it was a different song at that point, years later. I was a different artist. You and like a polka. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. You were young. I was really young. Just even the way I sang it. Like, well, I sang, like, Say Something, I'm Given. Even, like, taking away the, mm. the, the G's e. made it feel... I sang it like that, and it fe- it's weird. It felt it felt younger. Yeah, but it's even even as, as as an evolved human, the words are going to mean something different to you when you deliver that yeah. years later, anyway, right? Yeah, it was different. Like I I accessed a different part of my voice, and I wanted to, and I performed it differently, and I wanted to record it differently. So we went back to the drawing board, and meanwhile, the original song was being used in like dance companies and stuff, and um, it's actually how I met my my wife. And in a, in a da- she she uh, dances say something uh, wow. probably one of the first, but it was it was out there in the dance world and um, and so we recorded as an upbeat song. No, no because oh is it as a lyric, ballet? Yeah. yeah, or like lyric like, like a modern, there's like a, a lot of yeah. there's a lot of space in it, and I think that's yeah. why. Exactly. And she's like, "Are you tired? No, I could do this all night." Yeah, I'm like, hey, really? go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I can't. I don't dance. I don't dance unless I'm sitting down at a piano. Um, but I, we had recorded this new version. It hasn't come out yet. We get uh, an email from "So You Think You Can Dance." Uh, Stacy uh, Tuki, one of the choreographers, wanted to use "Say Something," and we're like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! We have this new version of the song." Use this version instead, and then we quickly scrambled and threw it up on iTunes um, before our record came out. And then it was on the show, and the next day it was like it was high up on the iTunes charts. It was like out of out of nowhere, and we we're like, "What's going on?" Like this is how that feel? Um, well, we had a meeting that day, coincidentally. With, yeah, with our label, Epic. Um, Coincidentally, really was, coincidentally, it was about what our next single would be. The day after, so you didn't get dance. It was the day after, right? Yeah, our first single didn't do well at radio, <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, so we weren't sure of our fate with the label yeah. at that time. You were with Epic at the with time. With Epic, yeah. and this meeting kept getting pushed back, and it was just coincidental that it was the morning after. So you think like you can were dance? Were you guys in LA? At the time, because no. the meeting was here, or was it in New, New York? York? It was in New York. Okay, so you weren't here when they were shooting. So you think you can no. dance? No. Okay. And we go in there, and we get a call from our management, and they're like, "Just to let you know, the label's going with say something. Like this is happening." And we're like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" They planned it out for months. We're like, yeah. what are you <laughs> like, wait, wait, what are wait. you talking about? Like, slow down, slow down, slow down. Uh, and so we got there, and it was really a whirlwind. Like, how, I mean, how does it feel? I mean, it must be layered. Like, it's exciting, but shit this is happening it was scary because i always i always we always we always planned that the song that would connect and do it first for us would be a song that we both sang 
and it wouldn't be such a ballad. Um, I remember at you first. You guys might be the first group I've ever heard of that broke with a ballad. That just never happens. In fact, I, I'm just thinking that right now. Like, holy crap, that's true. Name another group that broke well, with the ballad. A, a, around the same time, there was another ballad. Oh, yeah. P- uh, Passenger's Ballad? Oh, yeah. Let It Go. Let It Go. Uh, Not Freddy. No. Mm, Not Let It Go. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And it was also a ballad, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it, was also <laughs> it was also a ballad, though. Yeah. yeah. Or a mid-tempo. Yeah. Um, love or when you have to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. You only learn to love her when you let her go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That wasn't your song. Not us. But we resisted it. Um... But then when we finally like we heard everyone out and they they were already pretty much going for it they put they went to radio with it and it kept getting buzzed and then I guess someone played it for Christina uh, and she um, I just remember the day we got an email forwarded to us that she had written it wasn't directly to us but it was about about the song why she wanted to be on the like like on she the song pitching pitching herself mm-hmm. pitching well, herself well, to you guys it was so moving and unbelievable yeah, it was like a poem even, it was yeah. so beautiful we couldn't even believe she would want to. S- we're like, what reality do we live in right now that she would want to sing this song with us? You went from a guy who wouldn't sing to doing a duet with Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I was like, is she yeah. sure she wants to sing with me? Yeah. Like, does she know that, I, that, I, that I'm not that a singer? That I'm a farce? <laughs> yeah. You know? Can so, she see through all of um, Those are all our thoughts. And I, I, it was incredibly exciting. It was, and it, we were scared. We were, you know, we yeah. we were we had never done anything like that. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't, um, we didn't know her. And uh, a week later, we we flew to L.A. We got in the studio with her, and we we did it. Wow. We did it like like we did it like Pierce. We're we're just Two we're just we're just artists song. making yeah. making music. And she was incredibly like like thoughtful and like we, and we, like respectful and but she hasn't done that she didn't do that before or since like it's not like something she does right i'd never like heard her sing something like that yeah or yeah. or do it oh call someone and do a duet oh. right or i, don't I, don't think, I mean she's done she's done a bunch of uh like she's done a lot of collaborations but yeah um and you'd think it would be people that know each other and it's kind of a business thing but she just connected with that song mm-hmm. and went Connected with that song in her own and that's way. That's why it worked. Didn't even want to know what it meant. Really, was about to us because it meant something to her. Yeah. Her own re- story. Uh, yeah. And and um, I just remember like we didn't know how it was gonna go. We had all these ideas for how she would sing on it, and then she's like, "Just run the just press record. Let me just try something. I have an idea." And then she started harmonizing through the whole thing, and and we weren't expecting that. And and I remember when she started singing, we're like, "Oh, this is what this is." And it was it was just it just became this became this thing with her on it that was a completely different thing than the version that existed without her it was a new it was a new beast yeah mm-hmm. uh, and it was magic and um i never he- heard her sing like that and i w- we were just she did a few takes and that was it wow yeah and um what a beautiful song i mean that song like i remember just like cry- like listening to it and just crying oh how i cried but it's just, it just really like hits that that like really vulnerable part in you that you know when you go through something like that. Mm. 
it is such a simple song. I mean, it's it's just you know how they say great songs are just they just flow out and they're simple and you're not over. I mean, I don't know how the writing process is, but it, when I hear it, it also just sounds like it's it's so it it's done so well. I'm on hold with Amazon. Uh, especially the robots. Yeah. Can't stand those robots. That, w- that song was was w- it, it was so delicate, and it took us three weeks to to finish those lyrics because every because li- there weren't many li- there aren't many lyrics in that song, and every single lyric had to be right important. perfect. Yeah. 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 But genius is so simplifying a complex ideas, right? Mm. And that's what I do when I hear that song. I go, it's just so to the point and simple and clean and clear. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's just a pulsing note. What's it's that? The easiest yeah. piano yeah. part of so easiest piano point. part of all time. Well, all right. Speaking of that, so Shannon and I were at the Clive party, right? The Clive Davis party in I don't know, 2014, maybe oh, 2013. Yeah. The one I sang. No, it? So yeah. that was like right as mm-hmm. things were starting you to guys, happen. You guys got us up to a, a couple of tables up closer. Which <coughs> oh, that was the next year. Oh. Oh, was it? Yeah. But the year you performed, speak about, te- oh, speak oh, about right, right. terrifying. Was well, but wait a sec. So they had tuned the piano. Remember yeah. that? They tuned the piano up. It was a uh, digitally tuned up. Yeah. Oh my God. So this was, this we was twenty fourteen. All right. Yeah. This is. I love this story. Well, the, I was impressed beyond yeah. impressed. So I'm going to give you my version of the story. Yeah. 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 I'm four We're bottles from. into yeah. Clive's party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about Clive's party, right? You're going from table to table, and there's some more wine. Um, but so it has y- nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. But anyway, <laughs> so you get up, and, you know, act after act, because that's what that party is, you know. It's either a performer or Clive talking about who's there and then another performer. And then you get up and start, and then you have the self-awareness to stop and say, can somebody come and change this? And I was like, that is not easy in that situation. So you have healthy. every, you have almost, it's it's AA list. I mean, yeah. A list, not only artists, but A list industry. I mean, it is, the, you know, the top of the top Dave of that party. And then us, stealing, <laughs> stealing, <laughs> you're not going to drink that, you guys in there? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, was he there that, that night? He's there every year. I, I mean, I've seen oh, him yeah, every year. Whoa. Yeah. So, I love that that's impressive. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, you had the, the, the self-awareness to stop, get it straight, and then move on. And I don't think that's easy for a lot of performers in, in that kind of setting. There's just so much Sorry, pressure well, in that so, room. It's just so funny because what, what else was I supposed to do? It's like, it's like I get up there. Wait, first of all, you should, yeah, you tell everyone what First of all, this is the happened. most frightening performance of my life at, at, at this yeah. point because it, it's like every icon – who's like alive is like in that room, right? And so I, I, oh man. So I, they're, they're setting up the piano and like, I have this fear just cause I'm always have fears. And I had this fear that, oh, the piano is not gonna work. Be the worst thing or the sound is not gonna be yeah. on, or they're gonna, they're gonna forget my, uh, my settings, or I'm not gonna hear myself, or what's gonna happen if I go out there. Well, I saw you interviewed <laughs> once and talked about how you have to be lined up perfectly with some key and oh like yeah very i'm very specific and yeah. i hate i hate when the mic gets moved and you know that's called moves. ocd right yes it's very it's, that's another it's another podcast yeah <laughs> it's, work, it's working so, so keep going and i get out there 
sit down, my heart's beating super fast, trying because to catch my breath. Because you and grand piano And like stage. Ozzy Osbourne's like eye contact. <laughs> trying to look over Ozzy's <laughs> hair. Ozzy's head, yeah. And then, uh, and then I, I play, I play, I always do a little dabble at first just to make sure I'm all set. And like, it's like so off. It just wasn't right. It was like every note was two notes that were a half step apart. Who would want it that way? It was understand. impossible to play. Like I had to, I had to ask. I had to be like, I, I know, but, but in that moment, knowing that you were gonna have to stop Clive's party yeah. and say, <laughs> yeah. Clive, can you just talk about who else is here while I get and this no one fixed? Knew, and no one knew who I was. They're like, who's this kid with the with the curly hair up here playing? What is this? Yeah. You know, and the song was just like just starting and. I'm like, can someone fix this piano? And like three technicians like come up and they're scrambling and they're fixing stuff. And then I just, I remember I just turned, I'm like, I didn't know what to say and there's chatter going on now. And I was like, so this is awkward. I, I got, well, I said it. you stayed up. I said it into yeah. the mic. I don't remember that part. And then yeah. every, I just remember everyone just started applauding. Oh. Um, and it we was just. We started that. You guys started that? <laughs> We're like, we did the like single clap. Yeah, it's like Lucas. <laughs> it was really amazing. Cause it's like, these are just fellow, there are, there are other there are artists and, and they're they feel for me and can, they, yeah. can I compare you to the next year? The next year Pharrell Williams gets up and it's in the wrong key and he just tries this power chord. Oh. Uh, like, do you remember? Oh, guys, you, you were at that party. Yeah, we were there. And he was upset, but he was like, "Well, I remember." Well, but that. rather than stopping and getting it right, he tried to power through it and it was it was, it was not hard. good. Right? And that's what I'm saying is like that took a lot of self awareness to do that. To be able to say, hang on, can somebody fix this? Okay, now let's go. And I, I just, uh, I'm in awe of that. I would, I personally don't know how you did it, and I know that that's not. It was how a huge learning done. experience for me, and it was a huge blessing because that people, I guess, it was my biggest fear, and people remembered it, and like we went into like these crazy writing sessions with these people that we look up to because of that story, yeah. or more. <clears throat> Or I'm a huge like Mr. Brainwash fan. Uh, or no, he's a uh, graffiti artist. Oh, oh, and, oh, oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And like, I really wanted to be him, and just I had I had a piece of art that I wanted him to sign. Um, and and like, I feel like he doesn't let anyone in, in there. But when he heard we were coming, he's like, yes. And we were like, why did he say yes right away? And we get we get there, and he's like, I remember with the piano was broken, and you, see, I, I I I, re I was there, and I remember you did that. It really sucked. Yeah. Well, I think anybody who's been in a situation like that and knows the pressure of that many powerful people in a one room knows how, like, that's just, like, well, amazing what, cause, cause that you did Because the <coughs> worst case scenario would have been, like, we don't have any money to fix it. And then what would you – like, why would anyone change – Because piano? someone else – Because someone else – because I think it was a half acoustic piano and then also had, midi, like, some sort of MIDI that's component to it, yeah. okay. I think. And I think someone had like, used the MIDI like, and transposed, and they forgot to shut the MIDI off. So the MIDI was transposed oh. on at the same time as the acoustic oh piano. God. Right. So, so it was like a step or a step and a half yeah. up. And so each note was playing both the digital and the acoustic. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. But you do it like it's all Lionel Richie. All Lionel yeah. Richie. Was that who was before <laughs> you? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably was who it is. All right, so let's move forward, shall we? Mm. Um, I do want to address what the MS. Is that all right? Sure. Can I, mean, I, can I start? Yeah. Um, Won't Stop Running is such a beautiful song. Mm. Won't Stop. Thanks. Won't Stop Running? Yeah. Um, 
that song that song makes me cry too. I'm gonna be a crier at times, but um, so does Def Leppard's "Horses Sing on the Hill." But that's another story. Um, <laughs> no, but won't stop running. So that is about your journey with MS. Yeah. So I was diagnosed in 2007, um, but <clears throat> you know, it, it's funny. Like the last year or so, I've stopped saying that I have MS. I say that I was diagnosed with MS because I feel like I've I've um, I understand it. I understand how these how these symptoms um, are sort of just coming about because of the environment I am in and I'm putting my body in or my mind and my my um, you know my being um, and then these these symptoms are sort of physical manifestations of like emotional imbalances or uh, physical imbalances. But it's it, it doesn't feel like uh, I'm not a victim to to this, so so it's hard for me to be like I have MS, because mm -hmm. that doesn't that doesn't resonate with me. But yeah, so I was diagnosed in 2007, and it's been an amazing journey, and I'm actually really really glad I was diagnosed because I feel like I've learned and grown so much, and have such an understanding of like the body mm -hmm. um, and how it reacts uh, to its environment. Yeah. Yeah, and you're doing so well. I mean, Thanks. you're. Thanks. I, I um. I think I'm. I'm trying. I. Th I mean. I. Th I try. Uh, and I probably try way too hard. And and. Uh, like I have. Like I just started on these kicks. Where now I'm taking like these supplements. Where I have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that I gotta was, make that sure. Was, that was his lunch. Yeah, my lunch. Yeah. No, it wasn't Tiny my lunch. lunch. <laughs> but yeah. So like I, every. I'm. I'm. I'm constantly trying to learn about about what. Um. Why the body does what it does. And. Um. I don't know. So now I'm in this phase of like, okay, let me replenish my gut and let me yeah. try and rebalance that area. So that's sort of what, what I'm into right now. But yeah, it's a, it's a constant journey. Yeah. Constant process. How has it um, over the years affected your ability to tour, your voice, your... Yeah. Um, has it ever affected your voice that you're yeah. aware of? Okay. So there was one uh, one instance in particular where, where it, was, uh, it was... It was our first one of our first live performances of a song called Hold Each Other. Um, and Ian sings his verse and chorus, and then I start to sing my verse, and then I get to the chorus, and I have a big high note in the chorus, um, and my speech starts to slur, and it's live TV, and, um, but but then it, like, comes back right, at, right <laughs> after, like, I, I am able to, like, uh, it was only for, like, a split second, and, um, I remember that day leaving the studio, and not I don't think anyone noticed, and if they, I mean I don't think anyone know, knew that w what was going on. But that day, I remember like like bawling my eyes out, calling Ian, being like, I don't know that I can do this. I don't think this is for me. I didn't think MS would affect me this way. I didn't know that. But I I have since come to realize like that was also the first one of the first times that I was sort of it w in the song. Um, Ian is singing about a woman uh, that he loves, and I am singing about a man. And I'm I'm using the pronoun. Something happens when I hold him. He keeps my heart from getting broken. And as I'm singing those words, the speech starts slurring. And and for me, as I'm reflecting, uh, it, it feels really. Um, it feels like obviously a stressful moment for me because it's like I'm coming out to the world with this 
pronoun use that you don't, you rarely hear men use. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what year this was? Uh, 2015, maybe. Okay. So after, say something, so after the the audiences are larger. This is live TV. Oh, this is live TV. Yeah. So, so. um, But that was, that's a conscious lyric that you added that you put oh in. totally but, okay, totally so, it so it's large. the first yeah it's like one of the first live tv performances of the song um the reason i'm bringing that up too is because uh two weeks after i came out as gay uh to ian i was diagnosed with ms wow. and it didn't wow. it what doesn't feel it's not in my head it's not a coincidence it feels like that stress yeah. obviously was the trigger for me um so so stress is obviously a huge uh, part of this yep. thing and the stress of, of that live TV performance obviously um, yeah was sort of a breaking point in that moment for me yeah yeah that's how I'm looking at that but yeah so it has affected and so me once and you um, know that then mm-hmm. you sort of gain some power in that and you uh, and, you, and you're like I'm on the old body oh like yeah I'm singing this with purpose and yeah, and, and, and I'll tweak things about my life. Like, I'll add <laughs> meditation, like, twice a day instead of once a day. Or I'll, like, make sure I'm just a little more mindful, adding yoga daily or something like that. It's, it's, it, I feel like I, I am adjusting to, like, my body's response. Yeah, so you you're, know? you're just really in tune. Really, yeah. Right? Trying to be, yeah. Most of us go through our lives and we're, like, banging around and doing, you know, we don't really, but you're just like, oh, it's, I can well, hear it in my Well, voice. I'm sort of realizing that I have to be. Because, like, I, I realize, like, okay, I know what this could lead to. Right. And it's, like, I don't want that. Right. Like, how but do I... I think everybody could take that lesson, right? I mean, mm. we all need to go through our own stuff, I guess. But but to, like, listen to our own systems and our own yeah. bodies. But anyway, but I'm, I'm so happy that you're doing well. And Thanks. you're an inspiration for a lot of people. You know, um, my dad has MS, and, and he, you know, I've been dealing with it for a long long time he got it when he was i think 40 so he's 82 now mm. um so he's been through through a lot but he got it you know in the 80s where they didn't have medications and but his was a similar he feels like he got it in a similar way like he he was on a path of sort of his own sort of demise yeah and it came along so he when he like when he got diagnosed it was he was a stockbroker and you know hard, you know working around the clock investment and banker investments and, and um yeah and in so silicon valley and that high pace just like money and i'm so. gonna we're gonna get a pool and then we're gonna get a nicer car and, you know he was on this sort of rat race and then got diagnosed and and, and, and to the, he says it saved him so yeah. he's 82 he's outlived most of his classmates and that's amazing you know yeah it yeah. And, and it's different for have sorry. learned like I'm sure Ian's learned from from watching uh, you. Absolutely. I mean, I I uh, changed my diet when Chad changed his diet because we were roommates and it was easier. I did it in support. I did it because it was easier. I did it because I felt guilty when he would be eating a certain way and I wasn't. I did it for <laughs> a lot of reasons, but I changed my diet and um, you know I'm I feel like I'm the healthiest I've ever been in in certain ways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of <clears throat> my like physical body, like what my the, the sicknesses that I I used to get sinus infections all the time and, um, and all that, the time. that's gone now, huh? It's pretty much gone. I mean, I'm sinusy a lot, um, but I don't get six infections a year. Um, I had sinus surgery in 2010, and um, 
but I was still getting sick after that. And now, with the diet stuff, I feel like the diet stuff is the big is the big thing. Yeah, diets are really. So mm. I mean, this is a question for both of you, but stemming from our conversation with you. But what do you do now to take care of your voice, with knowing that? And you know, same with you. I you know not. I mean, I'm, I guess the question is derived from the MS, but I'm I'm curious what you guys both do now. I I mean, I stay away from alcohol. Um, I, I, for me, it's it's like a clean as clean of a diet as you can as you can get. In the, uh, in the U.S. In the U.S. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Same. I think that has a big big part to do with it. Sleep. Mm. Yeah, but sometimes you can't get sleep. I know, I know, and I haven't been getting it for the last couple of nights. So it's a lot I'm of like water. Feeling it. Water, yeah. yeah. A lot of water all the time. Keep yeah. drinking water. Eat and they, like, drink so much that you just keep having to pee. Just keep drinking water. Yeah, that's um, what, yeah. And diet, and you don't always get to sleep, but sleep. And I don't really drink either. I don't do that because of my voice. I do that just because I just... You just don't. I just don't. Yeah. You got a baby. I also, love margaritas, though. I had a margarita a couple times already in the past couple of days. Already oh, before great. this interview. That's what happens when you come to L.A. and you do, like, you do, like, dinners with, like, people. Yeah. 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 Also, warming up before gigs is so crucial uh, for me, at least. It's like I, I, I need that to, like, just be... It's like stretching. Yeah. That's what it is. And uh, How much time do you do before you go on stage? Probably 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Same with you? Or? Yeah, I warm up. I probably don't do it as, a, as um, religiously as Chad, but I, I really use my sound checks as a, as a time to warm up my voice. And if I don't get that, then I do warm-ups. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I, I like singing through the songs on vowels. Mm-hmm. Just phonetic sounds. Yeah, and if yeah. it's the morning television or whatever, I, I, I bring in a couple keys down, mm-hmm. and, I, and I just I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Wobas are, are a big one for me, and um, that really helps. Something I've noticed about your voice today, talking to you, that I haven't heard is how low your voice is. That's new. Oh, it's super low. Snoo? Oh, boy. <laughs> I guess I have a, yeah. Huh. Yeah, because I, I noticed that I do. Because most of your songs are, yeah, they are. They're most high. Most of your songs are high. What does that mean? They're just high pitch. You know, you, 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 your pitch, you can <clears throat> sing easier, higher. But I feel like my voice is getting higher. Mm-hmm. But why is my talking voice getting my singing voice? Getting I don't higher, know. That's what I'm saying. Totally is your is your I speaking like voice? Have you noticed your speaking voice getting lower? Not until you just said something. Really? It's also really warm you in here. Yeah, <laughs> but but has it gotten lower over the years? I guess I don't know. Has it? I think he also, he also slept like nine hours last night. Yeah, but shouldn't my voice be higher after that? I don't know. You're just relaxed. No, because you the, the relaxes the muscles, and you need tension in the cords for higher pitches. Oh. So if you're totally relaxed and like, hey, how are you? Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just, hey. It is really like warm and relaxing in here right now. It mm. feels like, like a little, little jacuzzi. Yeah, I'm going to take my beanie off. Uh, Whoa. Show my, uh, how do you feel head. without the hair? I feel, um. Like less recognizable or more recognizable? Um. I feel like it was so recognizable. It was, before. probably less. Yeah. Until. Someone thought I was Scandinavian last night. That was fun. So <laughs> random. <laughs> and I told him I was from Jersey. I couldn't believe me. Uh, but uh, you should see my hair. I left hmm. in Jersey. How's your How's your baby? Uh, my baby is. Or is he like two now? He's almost two. He's great. I just Facetimed him and he said, "I'm like, Bo, you know, you got you got to go night night." And he's like, "Daddy, come home soon." Oh, yeah. that just like that works. Rips up the heartstrings. I know. <laughs> 
but he usually when I FaceTime him, he just goes, Chi-Chi, see Chi-Chi, see Chi-Chi, because Chad is Chi-Chi. <laughs> oh, see Chi-Chi. And the minute he sees my face, I haven't seen him in a day, and he's like, see Chi-Chi, see Chi-Chi. <laughs> Enough of you. Move. Move, Move you Scandinavian father. <laughs> um, but it's the best. Being a dad is is the is, is the most. Um, it gets like the richer experience that I ever imagined, imagined, ever, and it keeps getting deeper and more mind blowing. It's like having a dog, right? <laughs> we have three. I have three. So, uh, are, how's it changing your songwriting? I mean, okay, so. Let's let's take the, the path now where you guys are at right now. You're n- not married. You're married with kids. You're dealing with your own set of things with MS or whatever. You're whatever. getting yelled at to come home. <laughs> I mean, th- in fact, let me preface this by another story about you two. Um, wasn't the first time, but one of the first times I met you guys was at the Jay Leno show. Oh yeah, Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think it was right after maybe when we met you at Clive's party. Yeah, um, and I don't remember how the conversation goes, but it was I was talking to you specifically to you. You were both there, but you know, and I said to you, just enjoy the ride. Like yeah, I don't know if you remember this conversation but you know you guys were just on uh, coming on cycle like fast and it's like you don't know what that's that that is like that that you get on this and this ferris wheel goes up and then it goes down then it goes up and then it goes down and when you're down you don't know if it's going to go back up you just don't know you don't know where things are but and my point to you is like just enjoy this Mm. right because you have no idea what's happening to you right now you guys just launched a, one of the biggest, most ubiquitous songs of that year. You don't even know what's about to happen to you, right? But Dave did. I didn't either. I just know. <laughs> I just have seen it with artists many times. And it's like, like you can't get too caught up in the cycle or if you're off cycle or whatever, but just enjoy the ride. But I'm prefacing this next thing by the path you two have been on parallel, right? And all the stuff that you go through the tours and the fans and the song and then you're off cycle you're back on cycle you're trying to get on cycle you're writing new songs is this going to work the label wants this and how how does it affect you guys the interpersonal <coughs> look the interpersonal relationship between you guys is why this is this great big world is magic mm. right it's it's what happened when you tracked that trumpet player down and it turned into something and then you guys go through this this just absolute i mean you you couldn't plan it right i mean in school planning your future like i'm gonna do this i mean it's um you know it it, there's been times where you know we take we take all the stresses of it out on each other too like like when we first started writing and stuff there wasn't there wasn't any of this stuff that we're so fortunate to have have been blessed yeah experience but there wasn't we were just writing to write and we had day jobs and and there was a certain amount of freedom in a sense and then i guess i guess once we got in the in the cycle and it got it, it took its toll on us and we took it out on each other and um we weren't getting what we needed or we or we put pressures on ourselves there was a lot an immense amount of pressure that i put on myself like how, how 
this again? Like, how are we gonna? What are we gonna? What are we gonna? You know, how are we gonna? Like, there's so much to lose now. Yeah, you didn't um, have anything to lose before. Yeah, I mean, it's called the success trap. You're mm. successful, and now you're trapped. And it's like all of our dreams are coming true, yet we were like stressed out. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it's um, it's a lot. And also, like, we're two different people. We were so connected in so many ways, but also we're two very different people with very different voices, with also also different ambitions. And and how do we make sure that we both get what we need independently so that we can be our best together? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what we're sounds like a marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is yeah. exactly what you would describe a marriage as, right? Yeah, I mean, we 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 even did like we we started we did a couple like couples therapy. Uh, <laughs> I think that's incredibly (laughs) unique and awesome. Because, because, look, say something as lucky and as amazing as that was, but for our relationship, it was, it was, it was a strange thing for me at least to go through when, when like we had just formed this band. This was us, and this is our thing together, and we're gonna do this thing. And then all of a sudden, this is Ian's song, and it's just Ian, and Ian yeah. is, is in the face Ian, of the Ian, band. Ian. It was ironic yeah, because because I was Chad was singing, and then he managed me as a solo artist, and then we finally were like, hey, this is just this tension here. Let's form the band, and let's do this together for the first time, and now say something. And it it was. You know, it was really, it was everything. I feel like meant it was meant to be that way, um, but yeah. So where are you so, going with that? So, sorry, I was going uh, to to where we are now. It's sort of like th- that tension that existed then that I didn't even know existed is now coming out. It's mm-hmm. now. So we had these like couples, this couples therapy session, um, and it's like now I'm I'm sort of realizing like where I was and where I wanted to be and what sort of derailed that for Chad at least. Um, and it's just super interesting. And it's like, okay, I like I know without a doubt me and Ian are going to be creating for our entire lives. Likewise. Like, That's so cool. Like, so, so I want to work through this. I want to figure this out. And if I can't do it, if we can't do this alone, let's let's have an outside perspective on this, which is why we brought in... Yeah, but also our, 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 the, our relationship, it, it, it's so important to be functioning. Yeah. Uh, in order <clears throat> to be creative. You gotta take care of it. So mm-hmm. that's you're just like preemptive. Yeah, like, yeah. relationship. And like as you get older, you tie all these knots that you don't even realize you're tying from like either these these patterns and behavior, and and then you have to like take a step back and figure out how to untie them. And um, it's like getting a massage. You like, mm-hmm. develop all these knots in your muscles. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you took a long time to build it. Yeah, you gotta like, let's, yeah. It. let's let's realign ourselves here for a second. Let's we're two different people. Let's figure out what our dreams are together yeah let's align those and and individually too yeah Yeah. and let's be the best we can be individually so then we can really do a great big world together because it really feels like we're in transition right now there's a lot of exciting things on the horizon we have all this new music we haven't released and talking about cycles it feels like cycle is approaching that we're gonna start the up cycle is coming and we want to we want to be ready and prepared and enjoy the ride Mm mm-hmm What's interesting that you know, each time you go back up, you you're you're more appreciative of what's happening. Yes, you can mm-hmm. look around and go, you know, the first time up this ride, I didn't appreciate what's happening, but I really can, yeah, have a better perspective and appreciate this. Well, it couldn't happen for two more awesome people. You guys are. I mean, totally. What other I mean, groups going to, to us, therapy together be... because they care about each other enough to do that? Yeah. 
I mean, none. I mean, I don't know of any, but I'm going to assume zero, mm-hmm. right? Think about, um, I mean, one of my favorite groups, Tears for Fears, who stopped working together for years. Look at, think about all the music that didn't get made because of that, right? Because they, would, they weren't Needed. able to work through that for a long time. So I just think it's amazing and admirable that you guys care about each other enough. Yes, a great big world's important, but you guys are, you We're guys brothers. know how important yeah. that is. Yeah. We're brothers. And also there's like just so much stuff that we have to offer that we haven't offered yet. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel like, an, like there's like an infinite well of stuff in me that I need to get out. <laughs> um, you know, with, with you. Mm. Um, in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ther- we did we did a couple's therapy for a s- snidge during all the like stress home the stress, stress of uh, you know dealing with mm-hmm. T- taking care of family and yeah. stuff and I don't know it was funny mm. but I feel like you could do a whole nother thing but <clears throat> just on like the stress of therapy like going into that and being like just kind of walking in and like holding hands and then being like all right and then you're like and then you get home and then you're driving home in the car yes like, really huh. yes, so yes you didn't feel like you could <laughs> yes. tell me that before so what day. about that not you didn't untie yeah. yeah. and then it's like well no no i meant that and then you have to wait another week before you go back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. you can't possibly talk about it together um should we take questions yeah from the it's our um our chelsamina's esteemed colleague over there in the corner is going to uh open up to questions so if anybody on facebook is interested in posing a question just type it in the uh, comment section down below and Chelsea Mina will verbally share it with us. And just so you know, it'll take, uh, it's a, there's a little delay on that, so it's gonna take a second before that cycles back around. So um, while that's happening, where are you at now? What's the future? Can, you know? So I, I'm in LA uh, and I've been here for like a month now. Uh, Ian just got here, he's probably here for another week. <coughs> This guy here, yeah. I'm a, and I'm I'm planning on probably staying another month. I. You're on the west side. I sort of love it here, like a lot. Um, I'm. Uh, Was it that drum circle we went to? Oh no 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 not <laughs> not, not, not drum circle. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We took Chad awesome. to a drum circle on Venice. And the cops the Jeez. cops are there just so that like people don't start stabbing each other at the end for some reason. But Is you were safe. Thing? It was fine. Oh. Yeah. No, it's there's a lot of drugs there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great circle. At, anyway. we're, we're sort of just exploring ourselves and what what we want to do by ourselves. Yeah, like I'm, I'm um, at home. I, I wa- I've always wanted to dabble into like orchestral stuff and scoring. So mm-hmm. I'm at home like kind of figuring that out. And then he's out here doing some writing sessions with, with some other people. But then we also wrote a song over FaceTime, which we're super proud of. And we're like, hey, we can do this. We can, we can yeah, do so that. Two coasts and still, still totally. do this thing. And yeah. um, we have this music that we recorded that we were supposed to come out already and it didn't so we apologize to everyone who was expecting that and who's who's watching um but the you know the music business is a is a is a tricky business there's a lot of stuff that's out of our control yeah. and um just know that it's coming um we don't know when but we're always working on it and um um and then we're working on some theater projects um that we don't really want to talk much about but we're we're dabbling into a bunch of theater stuff um and what else is going on that's the figures are they're pretty big we're still writing for a great big world and planning on recording some more great big world songs this year yeah nice. awesome 
Yeah. So I want to circle around one more question before we take any questions. You're getting some posted? Mm -hmm. A couple, yeah. Okay. Uh, again, starting, going back to where we started here, obviously you guys know me, my agenda is education, help others um, who are coming up through this or thinking about this or struggling through things or some of the things you guys have talked about. I hope that they latch onto and helps them. But just if, you know, giving you the freedom to, to put it in any way you want, if you could go back and tell your 20-year-old NYU student something, what advice after all this? Can we go back further? Can we go to like Doesn't seven matter. or eight years it's, old? Yeah. It's yours. But, but imagine some singer out there hearing you guys. What, what would be that advice for the young chat or young? Yeah, I, I, I would, for me, I would say like, like you are so special. Mm -hmm. You have so much to offer this world and there's no reason to change for anything else or anyone else and like lean into you and what your soul is telling you it's like it's like it's like you're the only one who has a voice like you like you're the only one in this world and it's like i would say i would say like just embrace sing, that and yeah. it's you yeah i don't know that's what i would say oh wish we could travel back in time what would you say i would say the same thing i would tell myself now um because like i want to get into like there's i want to growing is growing is really difficult and um, mm -hmm. you really need to put yourself out there and walk into uncharted territories and you have all these self-doubts and you don't think that you can do it. But you have to you have to be uncomfortable in order to grow. It's just it's just a thing. And and if it's uncomfortable, it's okay. And if you know, if, if there's a voice inside of you that says you want to do it, no matter what all the other voices are saying, um, I don't know, I would just tell myself that something similar to Chad, but I would tell myself that I you can do this. Like like you you can you can do this. Just you just gotta do it. You can do this, and 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 the th I say this all the time. I say this all the time. I must have said this a thousand times. But the things that you're most insecure about are the things that are the most beautiful things about you. Mm -hmm. Ironically, mm -hmm. that's the same with your voice. The thing that yes. people fear the most that those um, attributes in your voice that you don't think are smooth or perfect. That's what we gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it's just part of human nature yeah. that we're wired to think that way. Mm -hmm. Something, yeah. But if we lean into that with this this faith, this trust, mm -hmm. then um, you know, that's. I wish I sang earlier, but I'm, it, it's part of my story. Yeah. To, to piggyback on that, that it's like, do it your way. Don't try to do it like anyone else. Don't try to sing like anyone else. Do it your way. Or the label says, oh, no, we're going to need this. Don't even worry about the label. Don't worry about anyone else or anyone else's opinion. Like, do what feels the best for you. Um, uh, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Not yet, yeah. Okay, there's a moment in there where Freddie's like, you know, I am I am unapologetically me. I, and there's that, that. There was a, it was an amazing moment. I can't remember exactly what he said, but, but. I wish, I wish, I want to feel that, you right. know? And it's like, <clears throat> lean into that, whatever that is for you. There's an artist named Lizzo. Have you, have you gotten into Lizzo yes. yet? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Lizzo, for me, like, resonates that. It's like, it's like she is, like, unapologetically Lizzo. And it's like, I, no one else can be Lizzo. It's like, I, I don't know, there's something really beautiful yeah. about that. Mm -hmm. You can listen to other people and be like, oh my God, what are they doing? What am I doing? Look what they're doing. What am I doing? 
yeah. or how do I do that, or or, or, or ju- compare yourself to others. But the truth is that they're doing some, they can do something that no one else can do, and so can you. And yeah. let's let's all be ourselves and celebrate each other. Have you guys ever reached a point where you questioned your value as an artist? All the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Do you, you ever mean not yesterday? question it? <laughs> yeah. All the time, and then sometimes you're on a high, like we can do this. Oh my God, we can do this. We got we get a couple wins. And oh my God, we can do this. And then you get uh, a year of doubt. Doubt. Yeah. Um, and it's part of being an artist. You know, it's it's just part of the process. And just try to it's, channel that into writing. It's just and part of the process being an artist. Nothing. You're not looking. It's not. You're not building an absolute stable foundation. That's not what it is. Yeah, and there's no, there's nowhere you're going to get to. There's no like, I've made it. This <laughs> is where I'm going, and I've made it. Like, like honestly, that is constantly moving. That bar is constantly moving, and like, and like you're, you, you know. If you're never gonna be happy, then be happy now. Like, if you're never gonna. That's a really good thought. Get there. Have you written that in a song yet? No. That should be. Shot that's a great down. lyric. If you're never going to be happy, be happy now. Oh, I like that, too. I like some, that. Some, someone else is going to write it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> All right. Chelsea Mina, do you want to give us a couple of questions there? Yeah. What aspect of being an artist surprised you the most? Who's it? Tell us who written it. Uh, what aspect of being an artist has surprised you the most? Hmm. A For commercial th- artist? Or let's separate it. What's... Aspect of being a commercial artist and and just being a pure artist. I think <coughs> being a commercial artist is just the business of it and how and how um, how difficult and um, like cutthroat it is. That surprise you? Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> and the t- and the toxicity of that if you can let because yeah you know I feel like artists are mostly sensitive and it just like you can go into and feed your create. It's your create your creativity needs to be guarded, at, in a way when you're in the you know and, and so like something that we've learned is that like this past for this last record that hasn't come out yet, but for the we we were like okay let's surround ourselves with people that we trust creatively and it's a small bubble of people and let's not let anyone into this, and we don't want outside opinions we don't want we just want to make the music we want to make, um, and try to push out all the noise, so I think that's what. That was a conscious effort. We really, and we did it. We accomplished that with this record. And then I think as a pure artist, wow. For, <laughs> I, I think this is, uh, so for me, the first thought that came to mind was like, I never realized the connection that we could have with others. And it's been so amazing. It's been so cool to, to be able to connect through our music the way it has and to be on tour and to be able to talk to fans and to really hear their stories uh, and how they have been affected by you know these songs that have been our therapy it's it's so moving and so that has been the biggest surprise for me and that's sort of why I continue to do this yeah it lifts you up yeah and you're just like I feel the same way. Yeah. But I think that's what happens too from this side of it as a, as somebody that appreciates the music as you go like well, someone we plug, else gets it. We plug your words into our story. <coughs> so mm. so we hear what you've written and it feels like you've written it for us, for our story. We hear it and we go, God, how do y'all but that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I think that's ultimately what everyone's trying to achieve, no matter what they're doing, is 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 Connect. just connection. Mm. Yeah, totally. 
Um, we're all trying to figure out that we're all one, and, and that <laughs> yeah. there's this illusion that we're separate right now yeah. sitting across at this table. And music is one of the ways that we do that, and it's like, oh yeah, we can we share yeah. in this. We're not yeah. alone. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's that's definitely the most profound part of this, I think. Yeah. You want to give us another one? Yes. Um, Kaya asks a bit of sidekick question here. If you guys had matching tattoos, or if you do, what are they? What would they be? Ooh. You had matching tattoos. So you don't currently is what you're saying. No, maybe, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, matching tattoos. Oh. Um, hmm. I mean, I always wanted a, a, a half of a locket. Yeah. You have the great big in his yeah. world, yeah. A heart with Chad's name in it. Yeah. Mm. I have a, a heart with Chad's name. I'll have a half heart with you. All right, all right, all right, I'm sure. Yeah. The answer is no. No, <laughs> not going to happen. No, and no. No, and probably not. If we just wrap that one up. Any others? Uh, yes. Um, Kaya also asks, what are you reading, watching, listening to right now? Oh. It's a lot. So, so, uh, I just started getting into Russian Doll. You started that? No, I saw it advertised. That was it good? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, only honestly, I'm only on the first episode. Or what's the? Is it drama? I, comedy? I don't know. I don't. It's super clever. So I don't. I honestly, it's the first episode. So okay, I really don't yeah. know. But I started watching <laughs> Versace, which is the Darren Chris. Yeah. Uh, is it? A do- I don't Documentary, know. Documentary, I think. Right. Yeah. He's so good. Docu-series. He's amazing yeah. in it. But I had to stop watching after the third or fourth episode because it was just too dark. Too gruesome for me. It was too. It was just oh, too heavy. It? Yeah. There was a lot of murder stuff, and I was just like, like right before bed. It's just too. Yeah, too much for my stomach. I was like, okay, and putting on yeah. because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? The Goldberg. Uh, I've been I've been listening to a lot of like movie scores lately. Mm-hmm. So like on my phone, it's like, like recently, like the Tree of Life. It's on there as a movie score. Mm. And, um, Do you know Big Fish? Have you watched yeah, that? Yeah, it's yeah, Jalfman. score. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a yeah. theme called Jenny's theme in Big Fish uh, that I love. It's that, tri- it's that tritone, right? Um, it's like... Da, 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 oh, yeah, okay. Da, da, da. Yeah. I love it. Elfman's like my hero. He's, he's amazing. My hero. Talk about a signature on your sound. You know it's an Elfman Absolutely. Track. As soon as it starts going, like, that's hard. When it comes to symphony stuff, that's really hard. There's a few guys that pop out that's got their fingers mm-hmm. on it, and Elfman is probably, of all of them, the most recognizable. That's Man. my humble opinion. Man, John Williams too. John Williams, but yeah. but Thomas still, Newman. Elfman's done. I mean, everything with the Batman's and all right. of them. It is just so yeah. unique. Signature, yeah. 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 I've also been watching a lot of uh, paranormal ghost uh, videos on my phone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that inspires oh new songs. Uh, I don't, I, I'm like I'm like really into it. Like I don't I don't you know I don't I'm just interested. So like I I like I go to coast to coast am like dot com and like I like, look at their news and like I look at like random like security camera footage and yes. some of the stuff is so realistic. I'm like there's no way this is fake because of the reactions of the people in the room. Yes. And there's no way that the there's no way actors. that was staged. They're either the best actors in the world or yeah because they act just how you you would expect someone to act when yeah that happens. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, but doesn't that keep you up at night? Um, yeah, I have a problem. Yes. No, I mean, I, I love that kind of stuff, too, because it's it frightens me in such a way that, like, I saw one years ago of just, like, it's so stupid, but it was just, like, a giraffe statue from, like, Africa, and it just, like, 
slowly like through the night like turns all the way around no and it just is like come on like it's it's on all night dave's just like shannon watches dateline before bed almost every night and then she goes to sleep you know and it's always the husband killed the wife and she's like one eye open going i can't do that (laughs) i can't do that the real life i can't do like the murder stuff Hmm. yeah that that freaks me out yeah um, but the but like yeah, ghosts forming in your room is totally. That's fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, my my wife is like positive. There's like a ghost in our. Really? Are you guys in an old place? We're in an old place, but it's a friendly ghost because I'm I, I I feel like I'm in tune to that stuff and I don't I don't feel it. Do you okay, feel any here be- in this building? The best is. This is Charlie Chaplin's house. Oh this building yeah. Is. Oh. And uh, Daniel Bedingfield swears up and down that there's ghosts here. I'm sure there are. Well, when we went down into that basement. I don't think so. But, you know, anyway. I saw stuff when I was a kid. But did you? Did you yeah. really? See, uh-huh. I was gonna say wait until your kid, because your kid, they're so in tune, and they'll just be like, Jonathan, who are you <laughs> playing with? Jonathan in my room, and you're like, what? <laughs> There's no one in there, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were just playing. <laughs> that right. would so. Okay, I want to talk to you after about yeah, that. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? <clears throat> That Nicola Say with something. a K or a C? Okay. Is it the mm-hmm. one we know? Yeah. Oh, Nicola <laughs> Bedingfield. Oh man, I, I feel like I know this answer, but whenever I'm asked it, I like freeze. Um. Yeah. Same. Oh, but do you know what song it is for you? No, it's hard to it's hard to pull that. Oh. Could you pick it for each other, knowing I mean, how you're connected to it? Oh, interesting. Why is this one so hard? I, th- I mean, can I pick for you then? Yeah. Okay, I think yours is say something. <laughs> Boring answer. I know, but I think, and I think mine is Might be true, the though. new year. I think you're talking about songs in general in life. Oh, oh I thought it was, our songs. I thought it was your songs. Oh. oh. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. oh, that opens it up to a great big world. Oh, got it. I thought it was your songs. That's why I was like, wow, that's a really boring answer. Like, God, all the songs sorry, that sorry, ever sorry. <laughs> Did you say something? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was with so you. So repeat the question so I understand this better. Any, say it again. Um, say something again. Hmm. What song has changed things in your new year? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside oh, okay. of Great Outside. Big World. Outside. Well, that's Man. a hard one. No. Uh, I feel like that's constantly, for me, it's constantly changing. I mean, the, the one that is resonating really hard with me that I'm listening to constantly is... Casey Musgraves' Rainbow. Me too, mm. right now. I can't oh, stop really? listening to that. Yeah. The first time I heard it, there were tears in my eyes because it wow. was like exactly what I was feeling in that moment. Mm. And that's, I, I long to hear that. Um, those kinds of songs. I lo- yes. Have you heard that song? No, I know I haven't. Oh my God. I want to hear it so now. Good. Oh my God. I love those songs. I mean, your songs are that way a lot for me, um, where you just play them over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And you should, you should, I mean, you don't have to, you don't need to do anything. But, I will. Um, but there's a Grammys performance. Uh, oh, that like is a live, beautiful. Of, it's called Rainbow? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. called Rainbow, it's Casey Musgraves. It was just a moment. It was mm. a moment it was in the Grammys. It was just a quiet, real moment. Mm. And it really stood out. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I really want to see that. Do we have other questions? <laughs> I guess uh, my question on that would just be like, if 
your previous songs and all that kind of go in the same subject? Like, what is that like? Mm, um, you can't you can't try to recreate what you've done, really. I feel like just keep writing stuff that's from the heart. Um, and for this record, we we wanted to get back to those two kids. I don't even know if we said this, but there there was a point where I was living in the kitchen, and Ian was living in the bedroom. Um, and he chose the kitchen. I was gonna I know, say. But, yeah. I was but like, Chad, which room do you want? <laughs> this is New like, York how are living we, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 people yeah, in the Midwest are hearing this going, what the kitchen. hell are the guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I didn't make Chad sleep in there. He actually chose it. Because the kitchen, it was like it a was a five bedroom house. It was a kitchen. It was the kitchen, but it was like the living room too. It's like the kitchen was in the living room, so he slept in the living room, which is basically uh, the kitchen. Gotcha. Yeah, and I put up a, a comforter on a curtain rod as my door. Oh yeah. But he wanted but it because there was more room. Slam the. Yeah, yeah. We we started, but like writing for us then was like, that was an escape. That was like let's I, like we couldn't wait to get home from our day jobs and just write and just like. That oh, and we wanted to get back to that feeling of, of being inspired by music again yeah. with this album. So we sort of took our time, and we're still taking our time. But we took our time with it, and like we, like Ian said before, like we really blocked out all the noise, and we sort of just like focused on us, and uh, and the, the music again, like like really trying to get back to the songs. Yeah, no one knew that say something was gonna be. A success like that was the last song on anyone's list out of all the songs that they could choose what song tells you how much they know so no one knows anything know. and you can't try to we'd be like well let's stop trying let's not chase anything if we're accidentally trying to chase something and let's just do what we did in the first place yeah 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 what was the question so that what was, was the question <laughs> i think we answered that. okay, did you answer yeah. that question? okay. <laughs> well i'm i'm, I'm gonna yeah. Wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for taking the time and being with us. Um, and clearly, I want to thank Ian and Chad, Great Big World, all that you guys are doing. Um, thank you to my wife for being here. Without my support here, it would have been, been just me and you guys talking technique. <laughs> but also, thanks to Blue Microphones, our sponsor, um, Vocalize You. Check out vocalizeyou.com if you're interested in uh, artist intensive come up in July. Uh, and uh, Sing Talk, uh, this will stay on our Facebook page. You can re-watch this if you want. Uh, we'll also post the video to YouTube later and uh, on uh, in iTunes. But again, thank you too very thank much. You so much. Thanks, you guys. thanks for having us. And thanks to Cody and Chelsea Mina and too. Thanks to Cody, our engineer, Cody the straight engineer, and um, <laughs> Chelsea Mina, our <laughs> lovely esteemed colleague.